Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Music Podcast. Uh, my guest today, very excited to be joined by Mark Hoppus and Alex Gaskarth of Simple Creatures. Guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Very nice to talk with you. Now, I understand you're, you're both in LA. You've just, uh, you guys have been working on some stuff, uh, getting ready to, for the debut Simple Creatures shows. How's it all coming along? It's been amazing. Uh, we've been basically figuring out how to take these songs and translate them live. Um, we worked on this project kind of strictly in the box, and it, it started as a, uh, a musical endeavor, you know? Um, so working backwards from that and figuring out how to take it and do it in front of people has been um, an interesting and fun challenge. Uh, so that's where we've been the last few weeks in rehearsal space, making this thing real. But now that we know how to do it, it's feeling pretty exciting. Yes, yeah, so I mean, taking it back to the start, Mark, we understand that um, once, you, once Blink finished the California cycle, you kind of got into a little bit of a funk. So you decided to reach out to a couple of musicians, uh, but you kind of stopped reaching out once you got in the studio with Alex. Um, what was, I guess, so powerful that you didn't feel the need to reach out to anyone after Alex? When I started writing songs with Alex... I didn't know exactly what I was going for. I knew that I wanted it to be different. I knew that I wanted it to be ratty and edgy, but still with a good sense of melody and hook. And when Alex and I got into the studio, I remember texting Alex after a couple days and saying to him and our producer, Zach, as well, saying, this is exactly the kind of music that I want to be making for this project. And it stuck, and I thought it was cool and different and very different from Blink and very different from All Time Low and really exciting and modern and cool. So after a couple of days in the studio with Alex, it didn't even occur to me to write with anybody else. And I thought that it was its own special entity and called him up and asked him to go out to lunch. And we talked about um, making this its own thing, and that's kind of where it all began. So these, these first demos, um, as great as they were, I think you said that the very first day you guys wrote some stuff, it felt like diet blink and diet all-time low. Did you make a point after that to do the exact opposite of what you guys would normally do in the studio? Yes, that became sort of the central driving force of all of the music we were writing for this project. Um, after realizing kind of what we didn't want to do, we landed on what we did want to do, and it was really going as left of center as we could possibly go uh, without, you know, making country music, um, and that, that's just what started feeling right, you know, it was at that point that we started writing songs like Strange Love and Drug and Ether, and the, it, the whole picture became clear. I mean, as far as, I guess, putting this in a genre, is there a particular genre you guys are going for, or just is the word different the best way to describe it? After a few songs were written, we came up with the idea that we would call this trash pop, which I think is a pretty apt descriptor of what the music sounds like and what the vibe is. It is trashy and ratty with distorted drum loops and buzzy synths and distorted guitars, but with a song's sense of melody and hook as well. You can sing along with them, but you can also crank them up in your car and get that feeling that you want to go out and break things. Mm. And I don't want to get too confrontational, guys, but, I mean, this is a duo. Who is the real frontman of Simple Creatures? Uh, I would say uh, there, is, there is no frontman of Simple <laughs> Creatures. The world is, is the front. Uh, we're, we're just the background noise, complimenting it. 
Yeah, nice. Well, Mark, I remember you said um, back when Blink uh, split up for the first time, um, and you said that it took some time for you to get used to the idea, um, you know, because you were comfortable being known as Mark from Blink-182. Obviously, now with this project, um, this is something entirely different. Are you way more comfortable now, you know, kind of being Mark from Blink-182 and Mark from Simple Creatures? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I will always be Mark from Blink-182, and I will always love that. And when Blink broke up the first time, I felt like that was taken away from me. And obviously, it is not taken away from me now. I get to add to it. And I get to be Mark from Blink-182 and write the music that I love and tour with Blink and hang out with my friends and continue that legacy and build on that legacy and release new music. But at the same time, do something different with Alex in a completely different arena and have a lot of fun doing that as well. So this was kind of a real blessing. Mm. I mean, tell me about these first shows then. I mean, you're both in gigantic bands in your own right and playing to thousands and thousands of people. These first shows of Simple Creatures, does it feel like you're kind of starting all over again? I won't lie, it's been pretty daunting. Um, when we first put the first the shows, you know, we announced them and they went on sale, we weren't sure what the reaction was going to be, you know? I mean, on one hand, like you said, we do both come from bands who have had a level of success and, you know, we kind of know what it is in that realm. But um, putting these shows on sale was scary because we didn't know if anybody liked this thing outside of us and our friends um, or if anybody would want to come and see it. Uh, But so far, it's been incredible. The response has been amazing and the shows have sold out and, uh, you know, there's more shows in the works and, um, I think that's just been a really nice realization is that the songs are starting to connect and uh, we're just very excited to get them in front of people. I mean, obviously you've both said your priorities are Blink and All Time Low respectively, um, but I mean, ideally the the first EP is going to get a really great reception, the shows will be great, you guys have already said another EP is on the way. Um, how far down the line have you guys planned more Simple Creatures material or more time on the band? We were just in the studio a few days ago working on new songs, and we are going to perform live as much as we can, tour as much as we can, write music as much as we can in between our other bands. Um, but yeah, this is we don't want this to be a once-in-a-while thing or a here-and-there thing. We want this band to be successful, stand on its own two feet, and do great things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think, Alex, recently you said as well that, um, you know, when you guys got into the studio together, like, it was considered a side project, but why bother doing a side project if it just sounds like your own bands? Do you guys see this as a side project, or is this, you know, a, a, a fully functioning band? This is a fully functioning band, and that's one of the things we talked about when uh, we had that lunch together and decided to actually do this project. Um, you know, this wasn't something that we felt like we wanted to have on the back burner or like, hey, we'll get to it when we feel like it kind of thing. Um, we, we felt like if we were going to start a new project from scratch that, you know, we had to be giving this our all. And so in this day and age of music, I feel like it's something that's much more palatable and doable. Um, I think you can exist in different lanes and have different bands simultaneously. And it's been a funny thing to explain to people because people go, well, how are you going to juggle these things? And it's like, um, you know, when Blink's on tour, Blink's on tour. When All Time Low's on tour, All Time Low's on tour. And when we're not, just like the inception of this band, that is when uh, Simple Creatures will be 
you know, lurking in the shadows, ready to go. And what I love about this project is we designed it to be mobile and fluid and, and be able to move around and put songs out when we feel like the songs are ready and not be beholden to doing a 14-song album with a two-year touring cycle after it, the way that we do things in our day job. Um, we want this to be mobile and agile and fun, and, uh, you know, in the spirit of what Simple Creatures was all about when we created it. You often hear the downside about the way the music industry has evolved when it comes to streaming. You know, album sales don't mean as much, charts don't mean as much. But I guess the upside here is that you would have more freedom to collaborate with other art, with other, sorry, other artists, right? Like you get to, um, you know, work with your friends as you guys are doing. There is kind of a, a flip of the coin to, you know, the way the industry has changed and how streaming is such a big deal now. Yeah, it makes it, especially with a band like Simple Creatures, we really want this band to be agile. We want to be able to record something, mix it, and put it up online within a few days if we want to. We want to be able to put out EPs or full albums or a song, a single. And the modern way that music is distributed and listened to makes that very easy to do and really exciting. The, the possibilities are kind of endless for artists right now. You guys have both collaborated with a lot of people, produced as well. Mark, you obviously recently worked with Australia's Amy Shark. How important is collaboration, whether it be with you know friends like yourselves or working with complete strangers? Uh, for me, I love collaborating with other artists because they bring a different set of tools, a different set of talents, a different set of ideas that inspire me, and hopefully I can do the same with them. When I worked with Amy... The song that she came with was already pretty well formed and I was lucky enough to get into a studio with her and help her put it all together and add my flavor to it. And every time I, I feel like every time you work with somebody else, they bring new ideas that you get to be part of and it's, it's only improving everyone's skill set. All right, well, we have to talk about the respective bands. Alex, all-time lower in Australia, what, in December? How did that tool go for you? We had a blast. Uh, we came over and did uh, a new festival, and um, it was. It had been a little while since we'd been over there. The time before that, I think we were over headlining. And um, you know, this time around, I love being a part of a festival because it it this sort of uh, environment where you're not necessarily just playing to your own crowd. You're sort of it's a new opportunity to inspire people with your music and grab new fans and uh, introduce people to something they may not have seen before. Um, and I think. Uh, my band has always lived for that. We love kind of getting in front of people that aren't familiar and, and trying to earn them. Um, so we kind of thrive in that environment. We had a great time. And I have never had a bad time in Australia. <laughs> I've actually done some touring. All Time Lone Blink have done some touring together in Australia, and we had a grand old time. What year was that? Uh, Soundwave, what, 2013? Mark, do you remember? I think it was 2004. Twelve. Uh, let me look. I know. I know. Blink. around 2012. I think. Yeah, Blink was supported by the Vandals. Yeah, I think it was 2012. 2013. Okay, then we're all wrong. Great. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, Alex. <laughs> it's you, all a blur. <laughs> you all-time low released the last album in 2017. Uh, are you guys in the studio writing at the moment? Yeah, All Time Low is starting to work on new music as well. Um, we had a long record cycle with Last Young Renegade, um, and we kind of felt like we circled the world twice on that music, and it just felt like maybe the right time to 
uh, take a little break from being on the road with all-time low. We just felt like maybe we'd pummeled people over the heads with it too much. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it was kind of, it was the right moment to take a step back and reevaluate what the next iteration of all-time low would be. And so we've started digging into demos and um, new music's taking shape. I, I just spent a few weeks in Nashville with, at our drummer Ryan's studio there. Um, starting to form ideas, and it's nice. I mean, we have an amazing head start on the whole thing, and, and there's already some pictures forming, which is a nice a nice way to approach it. Okay, is there any timeline in mind for a new album, or are you kind of just working on stuff? We're playing it loose. I don't think we're going to do anything until we feel like it's ready, and there's a record there. Um, we don't want to force it, obviously. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I think we're always amped, to, amped and ready to go. I, I'm hoping, you know... Definitely by 2020. Awesome. And Mark, we have to ask as well because uh, Travis has told has told someone that the your album will be out uh, by Warped, which is late June, I want to say. Is that on the money or is Travis in trouble? That's what we're working towards right now. We have written about 50 songs up to this point and we continue writing and we're starting to get into mixing and we plan on having the album out by the summer in the States. Oh, wow. Meaning our summer, not your summer in Australia. July, right? Yes, about yeah. June or July, correct. Cool. And Travis did mention that this is probably... You know, we're writing a really great Blink album and I can't wait for people to uh, get to hear it. Yeah, Travis mentioned this is probably um, the closest, or as far as working towards an album, it's like the Untitled album in that uh, you guys have had kind of a, a no rules apply. Um, do you think that's what the album is going to be closing to sound like, that untitled album? Yes, definitely. We are trying to lash out and do a bunch of different things on this record than we've done before. And I'm really excited about it. I really like the songs we've put together. And yeah, can't wait. Great. And as far as um, coming back to Australia, Alex, I imagine since All Time Low were just here, uh, it'll be at least a year before you guys come back. That's a good question. I mean, we obviously, being at all-time lows, not on tour at the moment and probably won't do much touring until we have new music lined up. Uh, it's hard to say. Um, Australia is one of our favorite places to play, though. And uh, whenever we do have music ready to go, it's something that we put a priority bag on getting back there. Um, so I think as soon as, you know, we know what's going on with new music, we'll be there. But uh, before that, and more importantly, I think... The very exciting thing is that we're, we're working on getting Simple Creatures over there, which I think could be great for everyone. Well, that was my next question. Do you guys have a timeline in mind of when you're hoping to get out here? As soon as possible. We really want to come over and bring this to Australia. And we are bringing a really cool live show and a lot of cool production. So to be able to bring that to one of my favorite continents in the world would be really cool, and we're working on that presently. Yeah, Mark, you obviously, Australia is, has a very special place in Blink's heart because you guys toured extensively before Blink really blew up, but um, obviously you haven't been here since Soundwave, which we now know is 2013. Um, are there any plans to bring Blink back, obviously given Travis's condition, whether it's just you and Matt come out? I don't know that we would necessarily come back without Travis unless we found the exact right drummer to do that. Last time that we came over and had Brooks Wackerman fill in for Travis was kind of a last-minute thing where Travis thought that he was going to be able to get on a plane and come over, and then uh, about a couple weeks beforehand, he said, hey, look, guys, I don't know that I'm going to be able to do that. And, of course, we totally understood, and luckily our friend Brooks stepped in and, and 
made that tour happen, but I don't know how I feel about setting up a tour knowing that Travis wasn't going to be there. Mm. But I'm not saying no to anything. We'll just have to see how it all shakes out. Great. Well, we, we hope to see you guys out here very shortly. Without getting too far ahead, can we hope to see Simple Creatures out this year, maybe next? Probably next year, I would assume. Great. Well, guys, we're looking forward to hearing it. The EP is called Strange Love. It is out March 29. Mark and Alex, thanks so much for stopping by, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for your time. Thanks so much.